to reach out, to reach out and touch him, and to tell him, tell him I love him, and open my ears, open my ears, Lord, and help me, help me. Open now, open my eyes, Lord, I want, I want to see Jesus. And all church said, Amen. Thank you, Liz. This song dealt with the Almighty God, and I think that's very appropriate as to what we'll be dealing with as we uh, talk this morning. We'll be uh, aware of the times, but we do want to make sure that the things that are said will begin to, begin to really uh, sink in this morning. Let's bow in prayer. Father, leading guide us, thank you for what you're going to do as we go through our time. May you be glorified in all that's said and done. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. Staying with the plan. I, I thought that we would do a a case study of some teenagers. <laughs> They're hard. Sometimes we're hard on teens. But these teenage boys are going to teach us something. Before these teenage boys teach us something, there's, there's some things that we need to track through as we walk through this whole process. But we'll, we'll just do a preliminary reading and then we'll move through it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from burning, uh, from the burning fire furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, okay? But, if not, be it known to you, okay, they're, they're respectful, though, that you will not, we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. And it's almost like, you know, you're about a bunch of folks, you're signifying and everything else, and all of a sudden you say to the king that thing, and all of a sudden everybody say, whoa. <laughs> you know that something is up when you get in front of the king, and the next thing you know, everybody's going to look at, you know, it's like 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 a, a volleyball or something. You know, you this or tennis. The ball now is in your court. Now, what are you gonna do? Well, we'll get back to that just for a moment. Let's let me just kind of get you thinking here. Uh, the question. Here's the question that I want you to really think about. I want you to really think about. Here's the question. Who are you? 
who are you? If you wrote down the answer, well, um, I'm a mother. That's a relationship. Who are you? I'm a carpenter. No, no, you're telling me what you are doing. Who are you? Well, I'm a strong black or white, uh, black man, a white man, uh, whatever the case of color I am. That's who I am. No, 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 no. Who are you? Don't make a case about who you are in the physical if you don't know who you are. What we're getting ready to deal with with Daniel and, and the three boys right now, they had to they had to go into this whole scenario, and they had to know who they were. And the reason we struggle, the reason that we are going through so many things right now is that we haven't answered the initial question: Who are you? Who are you? And it's okay to say, I don't know. He who knows and knows he knows, he is wise, follow him. He who knows and thinks he knows, he's the learner, teach him. He who says he knows and don't know, he's a fool, avoid him. Who are you? Knowing who you are will determine your sense of purpose and the dynamics of what you will do, think, and say. 1 Corinthians 6.20 says, For you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. 1 Corinthians 7.23, You were bought with a price, do not become bond servants of men. I have been crucified with Christ, it is no longer I who live, but who? Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me that's who I am my identity starts in the spiritual not the physical that's who I am I am a child of God it determines who I am where I go where I'm going where I'm standing how I'm thinking that's who I am question who are you? I'm not talking about the smart talking, what you think you are. Who are you? What type of, what, made, what makes a difference with your life? I'm not talking about your intelligence. I'm not talking about your education. Yes, but that's doing with education. That's going to end in the, at the grave. Who are you? And Paul says, let me help you out. If you need to want to find out who you are, you better find out what is what what really counts. And God says, "I'm uh, the the Lord says I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, which is, which was, and which is to come. I got it all. When you belong to me, you got it all. Who are you?" You can be a lost son in Babylon, but you're still a son in Babylon. Might be a little backwards, but you can always go home. Who are you? And as we go through this text, this is what I'm trying to clarify in our thoughts for this morning. 
the Hebrew teenagers were here today, I believe they would share at least three helpful insights concerning God's influence in a hostile world that does not know him. I thought that I'd first give you some background so we don't have to go back to it again. Here are the three Hebrew um, uh, boys, and what happens here is that the Babylonians have taken over. They are in taking over Israel, what the Babylonians, these Hebrew boys were able to see. They were intelligent. They served God, but here's what, they, here's what their experience was. If one of them was here, they'll say, yes, my name is Shadrach. That's the name they gave me. He says, I'm here because, not because I wanted to come here. They took me here, and in the course of taking me here, I saw what happened to my city, and I saw what these folks did to the children, the, the, born, the firstborns, the children, all of the children. They took the children, and they dashed them against the wall. They were brutal people. But what could I do? I'm just a teenager. It's me and my friends. I'm in a foreign land. I'm a slave to this king. And whenever you're conquered during our time, you are assimilated into the society. And when you are assimilated into the society, that means that you have no rights. And the final assimilation into a society is that you have to worship their God. And they said, hey, you know what? You can take what took on the outside of me, but you won't take what's on the inside of me. The story opens with these, these young men. They're serving the king because the king found that these guys were some of the smartest guys, and, and the king wanted the, uh, the cream of the crop to work with him, around him. And he had these guys working. Didn't have to pay them a dime. They're slaves. Then our outline is, he'll tell you, he will stabilize your identity. The next thing is, when you hang out with God, <laughs> he will empower you to stand for your faith. And the next thing is, he will ensure your victory. Let's go on then. He will stabilize our identity, staying with the plan. Whenever you stay with the plan, that means you can't control the circumstances. The only thing you can control is what's going on in your head right now. The only thing, listen, the only thing and I'll put it way down the line. The only thing that, that makes a difference at that moment, that moment is how you thinking. God got the rest. Those who are not homeless, those of you who belong to, belong to Jesus Christ, God have assigned ministering angels. Next week we're going to talk about Jehovah Witnesses. I'm not talking about the adult house. I'm talking about the Jehovah Witnesses. I want you to know who's watching over you. And these, and these angels, God says, I'm assigning to you, and I want you to take care of them. You stay in the background. You are, you are, uh, you are a servant, secret agents. They won't know you around, but you take care of them. 
until they get home. That's what you got in Jesus. And so, therefore, at that time, a certain Chaldean came forward and maliciously accused the Jews. Now, what happened was the king, after Daniel's dream, uh, the king said, oh, that's what I'm going to be. He said he built a statue very high. And he wanted everybody to bow down to the statue. And if they didn't, he says, I will throw you into the fire and you will burn. Oh, see, you, everybody's going to die, but you're going to show enough die. I'll throw you into it. Notice what it says. It never didn't say it's just the fire. It says the fiery fire. See, see the adjective that he throws on? Boy, it's going gonna, it's gonna to show enough on those show enough fires. It will burn you up. Show enough. You'll be a burned up turkey in that fire if you don't bow down to me. And they declared to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that every man who hears the sound of the horn, the pipe, the, the uh, lyre, the trigon, and the harp, and bagpipe, and every kind of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. Now these, now these are the haters. They got it all down, don't they? When somebody hates you, they, they, got, they, got, they got it all down because they're going to tell it just like it is. Therefore, are certain Jews whom you have appointed over the affairs of the providence of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're not ashamed to tell the names either. These men, O king, pay no attention. Now, notice how you use the personal pronouns. To you, they do not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Now, you know the king was getting angry at that. Every time he would say your and you, the king would say, what? Okay. Then it says, then Nebuchadnezzar in, in a furious rage commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought. So they brought these men before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar answered and said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? They distinguished themselves. They were dedicated. They were determined. They were defiant, uh, defiant, uh, were defiant to, uh, well, I'll get that down. Anyway. They were defined individuals, let's put it that way. The three Hebrew teenagers knew and kept the law of Moses in their hearts that was given by the Almighty God, which left no room for compromise, regardless of the circumstances. When people talk about you, do you have that inward characteristic about you? That regardless of how bad they, what they say on the outside, you're still standing on the inside. Who are you? Is it true? Is it true that you didn't bow down? Oh, you think that this is a story about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Excuse me, real forward to America right now. To all the things that's going on in America right now. See how they treat the church and how they, matter of fact, they don't even look to the church for anything anymore. 
everybody have a say in society but the church. And don't say Jesus. For the moment that you say Jesus Christ, because they don't want it in the courtrooms, they don't want it in the schools, you are not to mention that name. Because if you mention that name, you are called a hater. And I'm telling them, don't call me a hater. Call me Mr. Hater. <laughs> Give me a little dignity around here. If that's what you're calling me because of my stand, because of what I believe, and all that the Lord have done for me, hey, then call me Hater. You can call me whatever you want. It does not change who I am on the inside. Don't get bent out of shape what people call you. They were, they were calling Jesus all type of things, weren't they? And Jesus said, listen, if they persecute me, what would they do? They're going to persecute you. So why are you bent out of shape? And so the king said, is this true? That the first thing that God would do is that whenever a legitimate person, a legitimate person come on the scene, they will be noticed, number one, by the haters. You know why they're noticed by the haters? Because they are children of light. And light have a tendency to shine in the dark. And the Lord said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I might lose my job. Stay with the plan. I might lose my friends. Stay with the plan. Don't worry about today because you have all of tomorrow to answer for. Today. Stay with the plan. I don't know whether you have those defining moments. I don't know whether you are and struggling with how people deal with you and, and your feelings and everything else. But let me tell you something. Sooner or later, you will be challenged in the ground of where do you stand between you and God and where we are in our day and time. And if they are going to call you a hater all these other things, just... Just stand. I think you all got that. They refused to let any man define who they were. Oh, they can talk about them and everything else, but they didn't change who they were. See? Number two. He will empower you to stand for your faith. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O King Nebuchadnezzar, have no need. Uh, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Is he that? that uh, we, we don't think it's necessary for us to answer you. I don't know what's up here. I will need to answer you in this. <laughs> if this is to be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hands. But if not be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury, 
and the expression of his face was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the furnace heated seven times more than it was usually heated. And he ordered some of the mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fire. Then these men were bound in their cloaks, their tunics, and their hats, and their, and their own garments, and they were thrown into the burning fiery furnace. Because of the king's order was so urgent and the furnace overheated, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the burning fiery furnace. Uh-oh, there's not a miracle yet. He's going, they're going in now. All of a sudden, they're going in. And where? No, a lot of times when you're in the heat of things, you ask, where's God? I shot my mouth off and I made my stand. I know he's not going to let me burn. I mean, not, not even the sins. Where's God? And sometimes God is strangely silent. Yes. And there's a lot of saints of God all over the world that God let them be cut asunder and shot and burned. And God is silent. But it does not mean the war is over. But one thing is said, though, they stayed with the plan all the way into the plan. May it be said about you. That whatever happened to you, you say, whatever my lot, thou have taught me to say what? It is well with my soul. Christians being discouraged? Do you know how crazy that is? How can you be, that's what they call an oxymoral situation. How can you rejoice in the Lord always? And be discouraged. Help me. I, I'm not trying to be a psychiatrist. I, you just, I'm just confused at this point. How can you rejoice in the Lord always and be discouraged? How can you cast all your cares upon the Lord and be bent out of shape? What happened? The fires are inevitable. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Good English lesson. When it's going to happen. Thou is going to happen to you. Pass through. That means you're not going to stay there. But here's, here's, here comes Jehovah. I will be with you. Jehovah Shammah. I am right there with you. So these guys, they go into the flames. They go in with a testimony. Teenagers, they're going in with a testimony. They're not bitter. They, they, you know, you know something else when they went in? When they went into the fire, they didn't go in arrogant. The teenage teachers, listen. Just because you know Jesus, don't be, be arrogant with it. Don't be a nasty Christian. I'm, I, I'm trying to get another word, but that's the only word. Just, 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 you know, just whatever you're going through, be sweet about it. May a person say, well, we did a whole lot of things, but you know what I can't get over? 
their attitude. I can't shake their attitude toward me when I was going through it. He will ensure our victory. Then the king answered, uh, the king was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the fire? And they answered and said to the king, true, O king. Now, you know they're not going to say anything else. True, O king. He answered and said, but I see four unbound walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Shadrach, Meshach, uh, uh, I'm sorry, then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fire, fiery furnace. He declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God. You see what he got now? Servants of, see, you want to get a good reputation, go through the fire. You don't get too many good names when you don't go through anything. But people recognize and really appreciate individuals who have gone through the fire. Servants of the most high God. If you want to make an impression, let folks see you go through something and you come out with the right attitude. Let folks see you go through and they understand it's not only you, but there's something about you that's keeping you walking through it. Didn't we throw in three? I, I, I see one, two, three. I, I know we threw in three. But I see a fourth one. He declared, Shabbat, Mishael, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come out here. Then Shadrach, Mishael, and Abednego came out from the fire. See, now it could have been Aaron said, no, you come on in here. You've been, you do <laughs> <laughs> you know, he could have got it on, but I'm, I'm, that Don Rack have been mischievous, but you know, <laughs> but you have my sanctified imagination. But, but, um, but, he, but you see, the testimony was not only the going in, but the coming out. Amen. When they came out, notice what it says, and the, and the satraps and the, uh, as Satraps and the um, perfects and the governors and the kings and the counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the body of those men. Their hair of their heads was not singed. Their clothes were not harmed. No smell of fire had come upon them. They came out squeaky clean. Isn't that something? Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who have sent his angel and delivered his servants. Get this now. Who what? Who did what? One more time. Thou shalt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is what? When another person says that about you, you have a testimony. who have trusted him and set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. Wow. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Sarah, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, I think I might have gone it twice there. I did, okay. Then we'll go further. 
Therefore, I make a decree, any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against God, the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, shall be torn to limb from limb, and their houses laid in ruins. For there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. This is a king of Babylon. This man had tremendous power. But three teenagers who knew the law of Moses and knew the Ten Commandments, thou shalt have no other God before thee. That those teenagers decided not here. The Christians today have, have this one of the songs, I have decided. To follow Jesus, no turning back. No turning back. Since he planned before the foundations for me to be one of his, died on the cross of Calvary, and he has already planned out my eternity, my first responsibility is just stay with the plan. Got the idea? Oh, life's going to be hard. It will seem overwhelming. It will seem like the fiery furnace. Don't let that change who you are. If you ever change who you are, then it will, it will change the testimony that you have with others who are watching your life. Other than this, you're not all that. You think you're smart? Doesn't matter. Smartness goes to the grave too. Whatever you are, unless you have Jesus Christ in your life, you don't stay with the plan. And get this now. Here's the bonus. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. They got a promotion out of the whole thing. They went in for punishment and came out promoted. <laughs> now, 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 that was pretty fast, wasn't it? You want a promotion? Yeah, go on through that fire, boy. You come on out of there, you get a promotion. <laughs> God says, that God has a way, different ways of doing things, doesn't he? He takes us to our worst time. We think it's all over. God says, no, no, no. I just did that for a promotion. Joseph, Joseph was here. He said, I know what? I was in a pit uh, crying out to my brothers and everything else. And. Now I find myself in the, in the palace with these rings <laughs> and promoted second to the, uh, to the Pharaoh. That's how God works. Because of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, three things happened that day. Changed the, the furnace fire into a comfortable atmosphere. Changed the attitude of the king. Change the direction of worship from the idols to God. They didn't go in there asking, King, can we go into the fire? They didn't ask. No, it came to the, See, the battle will come to you. If, you. if you're walking with the Lord, don't worry. It's going to come to you. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Who are you? What are you going to do about it? Don't waver. Heaven done all. Stand. Stay with the
stay with the plan. He changed their position from punishment to promotion. And it says, the one last thing then, we live in a world that embraces identities that have no eternal significance. Well, I'll promote you to uh, Reverend Dr. Mr. Uh, uh, no, Apostle and uh, uh, over the third angels and everything else. When you die, it does not matter. If you do not know who you are or avoid your God assignment, uh, assigned responsibility, your calling, no one else will care. Uh, do you hear what I'm saying? Many will not know and some will not even care who you are. Because you see, when they look at you, they have that agenda. Remember when I said W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me? When they, they want to be your friend, they want what's in it for me? And if and if you do not have an identity that benefits them, they don't want to be around you. As we close this morning, my prayer. Here's the thing. The greatest level of satisfaction is not reserved in a war zone. Some, some folks are trying to, that the greatest satisfaction, they're trying to build castles in a war zone, in a temporal world that's passing away. As you wrap it up today, you've been very patient. My prayer is that each one of us will uh, get to the point of staying with the plan for 2018. We'll be walking you through it. I'll be dealing some things and I just that's not a list a happy phrase matter of fact I, I was looking over some notes and things and back to 2014 uh, I preached a message for two Sundays on staying with the plan uh, now this will be the whole thing for the whole year stay with the plan stay with the plan and my prayer is that you will do just that as we bow in prayer I don't know what your plans are for 2018. Can I suggest, may I suggest to you one that works every time? May I suggest to you one that if, uh, if you stay with it, you'll never be disappointed? Put God first. You know, the Lord laid on my heart, um, well, if you look at more television than you spend in the word who are you? you? You you put me to the side? You don't want to hear me? Who are you? You see my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. And I give to them eternal life. And they shall never, never perish.
Are you following me? And have no time for me? You relegate me into some convenient slot where you're not busy? Do you know who I am? I have angels saying holy, holy, holy all the time. I thought so much of you that when I died for you, you can approach the throne of grace and they cannot say what you can say, Abba, Father. Who are you? And if you know who you are, stay with the plan. And if you've come short of that, I would like to pray for you this morning. It's still early, still time, as long as it's today, I don't know what tomorrow's going to be. Uh, then I, I would like for you to, if you just, I won't, I won't even push you to stand. Just slip your hand up and say, Don, that's me. That's, I need adjustment with my time with God. I really need adjustments. Be honest with yourself. Amen. Amen. I need time. Honest time with my God. That's where it's going to start. That's where the victory in lives change. I don't know you go how long you're going to stay in your fire. But like he was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Shadrach and Abednego, that four person, God will be with you, walking in the fire. It will, burn, it will not burn you. Oh, Lord, I thank you for the saints. Thank you for our time together. It's my prayer that as the time grows close for your imminent return, that we will have such a high expectation, anticipation, and that we have marked out that time with these, these quiet moments that we spend with you. It's not because we have to, it's because we want to. So I pray for Chicagoland Bible Fellowship Church, the raised hands, the unraised hands, and it's a society that we're living in that is not probably not it's definitely not going to get better. But you all, you're always the same. Help us always understand the altar is always there, the throne room is always open, and we're yours. Thank you for what you're going to do in and through our lives. And be careful to give you the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen.